And once again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Brothers Ballin' Podcast. We are brothers. We're talking about sports. We're going to get right into it. But before we get started, host number one, John, say what is up to the people. How's it going, people? Great show for you today. Can't wait to talk to you guys. And I'm host number two, Robbins. Rob, little R, big R, whichever way you, you know, you can go. All right. So, guys, we are steeped into the NBA playoffs, steeped into the second round. We have a couple of teams that have already advanced to the conference finals, one in the East, one in the West. And, of course, we are excited to be talking about the NBA playoffs once again this week. This week, we got a couple of questions, a couple of questions where we're kind of looking into the future because it's really good to kind of assess, okay, from a fan's perspective, what, you know, or which teams are here to stay and which teams are just, you know, kind of playing around a little bit, okay? So we're not going to waste any, any time. We're going to get into it, and we're going to ask our first question. So, John, this question is posed to you. Which teams mm-hmm. currently in the playoffs, okay? Now, you can count Memphis and you can count Philly because they were technically in the playoffs last time we, we, we had a show. They made the second round. But which teams currently in the playoffs will make the second round in 2023, next year? Which teams do you feel are going to make the uh, second round? All right. So for me, it's pretty simple. Um, I believe that the Warriors will make the second round. Um, I just feel like their team as constructed, they have a very good team. Uh, I believe that Wiseman will be mm-hmm. will be moved. I, I Listen, I, I would say this. I would say this about Wiseman. If mm-hmm. they're going to move him, they better get themselves another big. Because Wiseman, right. I think if you look at these playoffs and you look at what Memphis was able to do in game five, I think game five was more an anomaly. Golden State's not getting not, – nobody's beating Golden State by 50-some points in this league. Right. But, but looking at uh, – Wiseman, his skill set, he's long, he's quick, and he can finish at the rim. Right. But the thing, but this is my thing. My thing with, with, with their style of play, I think if they were to move him and get guy and get assets in return that are similar to like, because here's the thing, they don't need ha, ha, the Warriors, his thing, you got Kamingo who's, who's coming. He's coming, yeah. Yep. You got, you know, you got Jordan Poole, who I feel like they're going to find a way to keep him. Okay. Right. They're going to yep, find a way to keep him. Keep him. Uh-huh. They're going to find a way to keep him. You have Otto Porter. Mm-hmm. Like, you have guys, like, you have. Yeah, but Otto Porter's a free agent. That's, right. a, that's a one-year rental. He's probably right. not coming back. But the yet. thing is, yeah, they may let him go. They draft mm-hmm. well. I just feel like, like to me, a healthy Wiseman with the potential that Wiseman, when he came into the league, has is a 2010 guy. All right. Mm-hmm. He has 2010 potential. He has 2010. hasn't really hasn't right. realized it yet. Because right, because he hasn't played. Right. Sure. Yep. So the thing is, I I think that they'd be okay with moving him and getting a player 
and getting bigs that are similar to JaVel McGee that can defend, that can that can jump out and um, crash the rebounds. But Wiseman and, can do that. Yeah, but the thing is, is he going to be someone that's going to pout when he doesn't get things called for him? He has no right to pout. He hasn't right. played. He's been Which injured, is, so he right. has to earn his spot. Right, which is the reason why I think that they're going to move him. I don't think that they're – I think they drafted him and and hoped to see what happened because, of course, we didn't know if Clay was coming back. But you got mm-hmm. you, you got Clay back. You yep. got the emergence of Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, you got Lee. That's that's good. Even if even if Porter goes, you you got you got a gem in Kaminga. Kaminga yes. is going to end up. Kaminga is going to be. Kaminga is going to end up. Kaminga is going to end up replacing probably Draymond Green. Because Draymond Green, uh, he's he's a better listen, athlete than Draymond yes, Green. He can score. He can rebound, and he's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, once he learns how to defend right with the tutelage, uh, you know, playing playing behind Draymond and learning from Draymond, if he learn, mm-hmm. if he gets a defense, listen, he's going to be a problem for that squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, for the league. So the thing is, I think because of those guys that they got, um, I think that I I got a feeling they would be it. They would be motivated to move him to get to get a to get a big in return mm-hmm. that may not be as agile, but also look at pieces for like, you know, possibly getting a guy, getting like a backup point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably someone like if they could trade Wiseman and get a, a defensive minded big who can rebound, defend multiple positions and is good at cleaning up the misses and putting them back a, uh, a backup point guard, and um, another wing player, um, mm-hmm. I think that they'll. I think that they'll be motivated to move him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because All right. So you. Yeah. So so you got Golden State as one of the squads. I'm gonna yep. say, I'm gonna say the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Milwaukee mainly because they have the best player in the league. Like, listen, man. Everybody who listens to the show knows my team is Brooklyn, but you. Cannot deny that Giannis is the best player, the most dominant force in the league. And what he's doing to the Celtics, okay, without his second guy in command, Chris Middleton, I think just shows even more that this is the best player in the league. Because yeah. to lose Middleton, okay, who is a terrific mid-range scorer, can hit the three, is a great free throw shooter, and a good defender. People don't, you know, acknowledge oh, yeah. that part of his game. He's a very good defender. Okay. At 6'8". Yeah, he covers all those bases, and he's and he's just not available. And they are toe to toe with Boston. It's taking Boston having like playoff record performances from Jason Tatum to stay in the series. A lot of people are, are talking about how you know Boston should have you know oh they should have had him in five. No, I'll I'll be honest with you. If Chris Middleton is playing this entire series. This series is 100% done. And I think either in five or six, I'm saying either five or six games, the Milwaukee Bucks would have already advanced to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. I think in five or six games, I really, I really believe that if Chris Middleton is playing, but because, you know, Middleton is out, um, it's 
so, a, a seven-game series. They have a good future. They have a great core. Right. I love their core. But the thing is, with the with the Bucks, um, with the Bucks, definitely, because I have them on my list too. Um, they're gonna have to figure something. They do need to get um, another wing. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like they need another wing. They need a. They need a. In my opinion, a scoring backup point guard. Okay, and, that was and, supposed to be George Hill. But. Right, but the thing is, Rob George Hill. Let's 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 be honest. George Hill is George Hill is a very good backup, but he's not. He doesn't provide scoring punch. I think mm-hmm. they need a guy because to me, Holiday. I love Holiday. Holiday is your defensive minded. He can score, but he's defensive first. Mm-hmm. I think I think you need a guy coming off the bench that that can light the score, that can light the the building up. Mm-hmm. Not 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 your productive, not your CP three type point guard. A guy that can come off the bench and can light the that can light it up. Reason being because down the stretch in games, if you got a because you know how teams play when it's when it's bucket time and you play both of these guys on the floor at the same time. Um, with a, with a healthy Giannis, a healthy Middleton, and a Lopez, um, or mm-hmm. even um, listen, Bobby Portis has found a home. He's found a home, and he he's found a home in Milwaukee. I think mm-hmm. he, I think because Robin Lopez is getting old, I do feel that they need to get another big. Um, because Lopez is getting like you know Lopez, he's a big, he's a big man. Right. Yes. Yes. And he's a big man that can shoot threes, which we keep saying the name of the game is knocking down threes. Your bigs got to be able to knock threes down every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I I do agree that the Bucks is a, is a team that will definitely make this the second round because they're okay. on they're on my list. But I do feel looking in the future, um, to keep to keep this train running with with Giannis and Middleton because it looks like those two guys are going to retire. Probably, probably Drew Holiday. Like it looks like those three will retire as Bucks. You yeah, hopefully. Keep, the pieces around them have to have to change. Like Connington, he's he, he's good, but come on, let's we need we need some more. We need some more talented guys surrounding them um, in mm-hmm. order to maintain that success they have. Okay, I mean, I like I, I like Milwaukee. I think they'll definitely be in the second round next year. Mm-hmm. How how about you? Who do you, who do you have? Who else? Ne- who else next, you definitely is the Suns. Um, okay, I feel the Suns. The Suns will. The Suns will definitely make the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, a, you know, we can't argue. Like, um, CB, you know, Chris Paul is the point god. Um, now, now know, he hasn't been a point god over no, the last three or four he's games. Been, he's been playing like Cliff Paul. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this. He had Chris Paul. The last couple of games has has been playing like Cliff Paul, the State Farm, the State Farm agent. With that being said, they have a very good core. They management knows how to add the right pieces. Remember, I keep stressing that you in in the offseason, however, however your season ends, you need to address your biggest needs first. Their biggest need last year and and to why they lost to Milwaukee was they didn't have enough bigs. What did they Mm -hmm. do? They addressed it with Biombo. You know, they got uh, um, what's his name? Oh, yeah, McGee. Yeah, 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 Miambo, yeah. McGee. Um, and that's great. So, so they have depth of that position. 
Now, what I feel that they'll need in the future, listen, Cameron Payne, listen, I know he, he plays hard, but it's just something about Cameron Payne that I don't know why it annoys me. It just annoys me about him. And, okay. it's not, and it's not that because he looks like Master Swinner. Uh, why you gotta <laughs> keep coming at the man like that? What did campaign? What did campaign I know he didn't do he didn't do anything do to, to me, but he reminds me of Master Swinner. Oh um, and I know, I know it's it, it's bad to say, but he reminds me, he does, he reminds me of Master Swinner. But I feel that they need to get a point guard. And and just um for, they for need those to get you who don't a, know. Master Splinter is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reference. Okay, yes. just, just Google that. <laughs> yes, Google that. But the thing is that um, he, I feel that they need to get a, a a point guard, a backup point, and a backup wing. Mm-hmm. A, back, a backup wing that can score. Like a guy okay. that can come off the bench and can knock threes down. Yeah, like, they're backup. Yeah. They need a, a backup point guard. I think that can be more consistent in the postseason. Yeah. Um, honestly, a guy... I don't know if Lou Williams is, is that dude anymore. I think Tom no, no, no. kind of caught up with Lou Williams. Lou Williams is gone. Lou Williams um, is gone. Yeah, yeah. Tom kind of kind of caught up with, with Lou Williams. So I don't know, man. Maybe Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, Eric Bledsoe. Or or if listen, Indiana may be Indiana may be fully vested in Halliburton, but if they if they were able to pry Halliburton from why? So last so last week you had Halliburton. Yes. Going to the heat. Why is Halliburton getting traded everywhere, man? Why no, can't the guy? No, have because heat? listen, I I feel like Halliburton can be. I like his skill set. I like what he can do. It's just that we. No, can, oh yeah, he's really it, good. Yeah, the thing is that we can, we don't see him. Well, because he's, he's an Indian. Well, he he came from he went yeah. to Indiana, but he played previously in, in Sacramento. So right. neither of those places are places. Or a team that you're going to watch on a regular basis. Right. If you if you got league pass, then you see them. But right. they're not on national but, TV. But much. I feel if if the Suns were because think about it, Rob, if the Suns were able to finagle Halliburton, well, what would you give up to get Halliburton? Because huh? that's not that's not cheap. Halliburton's young. Yep. On a on a good contract. So right. But the thing not, is, it's likely not going to be. Here's the thing. After this season, how much how much does uh Chris Paul have in the tank? One more year, maybe. Okay. One yeah. more. Yeah. So Halliburton, if you if 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 they're able to find a way to to get him, right? That's not gonna work. I know, but but let's just let's just say if they were able to, right? If they were able to get him, having him being groomed by CP3 for CP3, because I believe next year will be CP3's like Swan year, mm-hmm. right? And let's just hypothetically say, or it might be this year if they if they win it. Who knows? They may win it. And he might say, you know, I accomplished what I needed to accomplish. I'm done, right? Well, we'll see. They right. got to get past get, get past Dallas first. Yes, they're gonna get past Dallas tonight. Okay, um, listen, not tonight. I mean tomorrow. Okay, whatever happens, they're gonna be Dallas. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, whatever day it is, Dallas is going home. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Um. But the thing is, imagine being 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 mentored by CP3 and then taking over the helm with you got Booker who's young. Um, you got Aiton, who I feel that, you know, Aiton will get Aiton will get his money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got you listen, 
that team will still be a problem. Yep. That team will still be a problem. Mm-hmm. And they got a good coach who, listen, I believe in Monty Williams. I like, I, I like Monty. Um, the, the, the core is still young. And I feel like if they were able to get a guy like that, have him being groomed a year behind CP3 and then mm-hmm. taking over the helm the following year, because by then it, he'll get paid. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's still a dangerous team. Still a very dangerous team. So, yeah, that's my thing. Mm. All right. Mm. What else you got? All right. So, uh, teams that are currently in the se- in the playoffs that we believe will make the second round next year. We had the Warriors. We had the uh, the Suns. We got the Bucks. I agree. The Celtics. Yes. And I think one you have you have a superstar in Jason Tatum. You have a star in Jalen Brown, and you have one of the better role players, um, starters. I, I don't want to call him a specialist because um, Marcus Smart uh, can do a little bit more than just play defense. He does have a little game to him, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the offensive end. But so, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still letting him shoot, though. Yeah, of course. You, you go, of all the things you pick, you will let him shoot. Yeah. Boston is shooting a crazy percentage. Al Horford is shooting the ball like he's Al Curry out there. I don't know what Listen. that's about. <laughs> hey, let's not forget. It was just two years ago. Al Horford, when he was when he was with OKC, was asked to sit. Yeah, I mean, for a major season. he was asked does, to sit. Does anything that happens in OKC count? Because OKC, like, that's literally like G League basketball. OKC is G League ball, and they wanted to rest Horford because basically uh, they wanted to play the young guys. They don't they don't care about winning. They just want to develop and get all the draft picks. Right. So that they, so they, the they can is, win every, every draft. Which I don't right. know what the, the but goal the thing is. is look, looking at looking at OKC, OKC is going to have to dump some of that talent. What talent? Well, they got talented players. Yeah, but my thing is they stay in a rebuild. Ever since Durant left, they've been in like this rebuild. Right. You well, had, you well, the had, thing is, um, they're trying to find. They're trying to group the three. They got Shea Alexander. They got hmm. Giddy. They got they got some guys. But the thing is. For that for that squad, it's gonna take some time for them to gel. Yeah, and it's great how they can just lose, 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 and lose on purpose for years on end, and nobody. But the thing is, um, Rob, my concern with their roster is they still got like seven more first round picks in the next three years. They have a lot of first round picks. You can't keep eventually. That. Yeah, yeah, eventually you're gonna to have to deal those picks and get some real players. Right. So the thing well, is, so the thing is, you're gonna to have to. I don't understand the logic of banking all those picks when I think. You got a good player in Giddy. I think Shea Alexander is a is a is a good talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the other guy who decided to go work for New Balance. Um, I okay. forgot his name. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot his name. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I just, I just, I just want to um, quick pause, r- real quick. Yeah, we are in the NBA Bees? playoff. We are we're in the NBA playoff podcast talking about the OKC Thunder. We should be called for a flagrant foul. <laughs> That's a flagrant foul. That is a flagrant foul. Talk yeah. about the OKC Thunder. Yeah, Darius right. Baisley. Yeah, Baisley. Yeah, nice and yeah. long and tall. But talking about the OKC Thunder at this time of the year is a flagrant foul. Potentially, right. potentially a flagrant too. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. We'll so, let it go. We apologize. So we, 
So we talked about the Celtics, okay? <laughs> the Celtics. I don't know how we, we got on to the okay. Well, because you, you talked about Al Horford, but Al Horford is not part of the core. The core is Smart, Tatum, and uh, Brown. That's right. the that's the uh, core. So I believe you know they'll be in the second round next year, but it's going to be real dicey in the East. The East is very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I see Celtics because Jason Tatum is on the threshold of becoming a superstar. Okay, right. this playoffs is really catapulting him into the upper stratosphere of like superstar players in this league. Um, he saved his team last night. Without him, uh, Milwaukee's advancing to the to the next round. But um, Jason Tatum is definitely one of those guys now, and I expect Boston to be consistently in the second round of the playoffs. Um, you know, consistently, you know, like I said, in the second round of playoffs for years to come. So Boston is definitely a team that I see as a second round, um, like mainstay moving forward. Oh yeah, and definitely, and definitely next season. They, they got they got a good coach. All right, well coached. All right, all go, right. Go ahead. You got anybody else, or you want us to move? Oh, on? I got Memphis. Okay. The Grizzlies. Listen, whoop that, whoop that. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> listen, mm. that, that team's going to be here for for years to come. Their mm-hmm. core is young. Um, they're going to have to. Hey, they. No one's been talking about them, but their GM deserves deserves GM of the year for for what he did putting that team together. Mm-hmm. Um, they the last three years they have drafted well. Mm-hmm. You see the fruition of their draft picks. They have drafted well, mm-hmm. so their GM um, has done a great job. I love their coach. They have a very good coach, um, and you know you got. Ja, you know, you got Bain, you know, you got those guys. They're going to be a problem mm-hmm. um, moving forward. So definitely Memphis, I believe, will be there. Yep. Okay. All right. I think, is there anybody else besides Memphis? I mean, you can say the, oh, yeah. you can say definitely the, heat. the heat. Yeah. You definitely can say the heat. heat. We'll, we'll see what happens with uh, Miami. But um, I think, yeah, of, of the teams moving forward, I think I see those, of those teams currently in the playoffs. I do see those teams as being the ones that are going to advance or be still be in the second round next season. So, okay. so not to not to jump ahead, but let, but the Heat are in the conference finals. In the conference finals, yep. Awaiting the winner of Boston Milwaukee. Sure. W- would it if the Heat were to end up in the finals again? Mm-hmm. Would we say that the bubble finals they went to was was still was still an anomaly? Or, or is it just a testament to how good of a coach Eric Spolster is? And they made the finals two years after making the bubble finals. Um, you know, because listen, if Boston wins, the two teams that made the bubble conference finals are going to be in the actual conference finals. Right. So that's going to be very interesting. I mean, listen, I can't say that it, in my eyes, legitimizes or... Because I don't want to say like right, right, like winning the 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 title in the bubble is illegitimate. I just think that it was a special circumstance, and to me, to me, okay, uh-huh. it seemed to be it was easier to win a championship in the bubble than to win a title on a normal season. 
if you look at these playoffs, you see the drastic differences between teams at home mm-hmm. and on the road. Right. Okay. Look at Golden State. Now, Golden State, uh, tight against Memphis, tight games, tight in Memphis. In Golden State, okay, in uh, San Francisco, you know, like last night's game, they had a fourth quarter run that kind of sealed it. But they played differently. And this is a well-oiled machine. A team has been in a, in a number of different, you know, playoff battles. Different, you know, on the road and on the uh, and at home. Look at Phoenix, mm-hmm. who's the best team throughout the entire season. They're like a completely different squad at home and on the road. So what I'm saying is the bubble eliminated that intangible, that factor of, be, of playing on the road and having road pressure. And it eliminated it from everybody because basically you're playing the, you're playing in the empty gym the whole time. Right, right. So that to me is a huge piece, along with the fact that you had three months off in between the end of the season and and the actual playoffs. That's never happened. It would probably never happen again in NBA history. So, I mean, that's why I feel it's a it's a huge advantage. Those serve to be huge advantages for the teams that won, and it created a scenario where, like I said, you had teams who did not want to be there. So they did not give their all. They weren't trying to play hard, you know, in front of their fans. And I don't think it necessarily changes, you know, anything about what the bubble experience was. But you see that the bubble champion has literally won zero playoff series since the bubble. (laughs) So, Yeah, I think it says more about them than, uh, you know, so I don't know. Anything else. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, so we, we got a couple more questions. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be right back with more NBA playoff crystal ball edition. That's what we're going to call this one. All right. See you in a few. All right. So we talked about, uh, we are back now. We talked about, uh, teams that are in the playoffs that we expect to see in the second, in the second round. Now, still talking about advancing to that second round, because you definitely want that first round victory. The elite teams will make, of course, the conference finals. But which teams currently not in the playoffs do you feel will be able to make the second round of next year's playoffs? John, you go ahead. Go first. Clippers. Yeah. I think the Clippers will definitely be in there. A healthy uh, PG and a healthy Kawhi. I feel the Clippers will be in the second round and beyond. And uh, a team that got bounced in the first round uh, this year that I think will be there will be the Nets. I think the Nets, uh, you know, with a committed roster. Exactly. That's the main thing. Keyword here is committed. Committed Committed. roster will be in the second round next year. Yeah, a committed Kyrie, a committed... Uh, ben, you know, Ben Simmons, a hopefully healthy, fully healthy Joe Harris. That's going to be important, I think. And I, I, I agree. I agree with the Nets. I agree with the Clippers. Those are the main teams that I feel. Um, outside of them, I don't really feel there's another team that could make, that is like, uh, would make the second round of the playoffs. Um, the Clippers, you know, are, like I said, a just fantastic team. Fantastic team. Right. Um, I think when fully healthy, they can switch. You know, they're going to add, I think, like I said, I said it last week, I think 
they had a starting point guard and had Reggie Jackson coming off that bench, uh, they will be a just phenomenal, I think, team. And it's going to be interesting to see Phoenix, the Clippers, the Warriors. And don't forget um, Denver, man. Yeah. I, I understand, like, you know, you got the MVP, two-time MVP in Jokic. Jamal Murray wasn't able to play this season due to the injury. Michael Porter Jr. is an exceptional talent. Right. Um, there's there's some roadblocks I can see for Denver when it comes to making the uh, second round next season. But I like Denver as like a dark horse. But yeah, the two squads are the Nets right. and can, the Clippers. But the Those argument the is squads. the argument is can Jamal Murray ever be back to what he was? That's a good question. Right. That's an excellent because question. Because, he, but he was young it. enough when the injury happened to where he can recover most of that, most of that athleticism. But again, it's a, it's a knee injury. It's a serious knee injury. Next year is probably not going to be his best year because he's coming back and trying to get reacclimated right. to, right. you know, the speed and the physicality. Trying of, to get uh, back to shape, basketball. you know, basketball yeah. shape. And yep. Michael Porter Jr. as talented as he is, because he's a guy who can hit you outside, hit you inside. He still needs to work on his defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think, I, you know, in the draft, wait, he was in a draft with who? Who, who else was in his draft? There's a lot of guys in the draft. Yeah. But I always said that him playing to his potential, I think he could be better than everybody that was in that draft. Yeah, potentially, but you got to have a back to right. in, in a play. So yeah. I think I think those are all the two squads that I'm seeing, the Nets and the Clippers. Denver's a dark horse squad, but yeah, injury questions are a huge, huge, uh, you know, roadblock for them when it comes to uh, advancing anywhere in the playoffs. Because obviously, I mean, they're not getting bounced the way they got bounced by Golden State um, if they uh, had all those guys, right? Um, you know, available. So, uh, so those are the two squads. Anybody else you got? You do that for that? Um, I also have the Bulls because I think the Bulls were unhealthy. And I and I think the Bulls have a very good squad, a lot of good young talent. They just weren't healthy. Okay. Um, but but I think a year, uh, you know, if every, and is there's, there's an asterisk around it. If they're able to stay healthy, I think I, I think they can make the second round. Okay, hi. They end up I playing think, a Philly. I think they can bounce Philly. Yeah, but good luck. Good luck. Um, trying to be good enough to get that matchup because yeah. I think they're they're a they're a four through six team four four five six at the best is uh the I, think, I think i think Dennis, i think they can get a top three no i think mm-hmm. they can no this season okay. was a season that they should have gotten it because you had a lot of volatility with right. philly with the with the trade the nets with their injuries and their in their chaos and they still were what, a six seed i think yeah yeah but the yeah. thing is they have a killer one two scoring punch and they got some really good players yeah but them. Those guys also have like killer knees. Okay, so that's 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 a, that's a huge problem. Usually, knees just don't go away as you get older. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, um, so that was um, so. That's about the teams. Okay. Now we're gonna focus on some players. All right. I'm gonna name you four. I'm gonna name you four players. Okay, four stars who have yet to win a title. I'm going to ask you a question. Now, there's no way you can accurately answer this because there's a lot of time between the, you know, the posing of this question and the end of these guys' careers. But I'm going to name you four guys, okay? I'm going to name Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, 
Ja Morant, and Luka Doncic. Okay? Which of these players is going to end his career without a title? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I, I wrote down as mine, Embiid. <laughs> I wrote mine as because Butler, Butler, Butler with Miami, he's sniffing, he's sniffing, he's sniffing finals right now. So, yeah, yeah, I just don't believe as talented as Embiid is that Embiid will end it. We'll get a championship. I just don't. Mm. Okay. I just so don't. Joel Joel Embiid and Joel Embiid. And I would agree with Embiid because I think for John Morant, the obstacles, mainly the Suns and the Warriors, the Warriors are, are getting older. Right. Okay? And the Suns point guard is old. I mean, listen, he's he's old. playing, he's he's playing better. Chris Paul is playing better than he's like fine wine. Yeah, yeah, he's like fine wine. You know, the 99% of 37-year-olds in this league. Those are the two teams in 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 their way. So Luca. So then you took hey, you look at Luca. Let's, let's not forget the the Clippers. The Clippers yeah. will be in their way too. Okay. So now it's between Luca and John Morant. Those two guys are going to be banging. That's going to be a rivalry. Going to be banging up against each other. Yeah, they're going to be banging it for, for the next ten years at least. So, but my thing is, I like the way Memphis has built their team. Yeah. Okay. A lot of long guys, good athletes, um, that are switchable. Dallas is, I think, is a lot of spot-up shooting. Exactly. Right? And if they are hitting their threes, they're dangerous. If they're not, they're going to get boat raised. Right. Okay? That's a very volatile way to make a living when it comes to the NBA. You see, that's why they're so different at home and on the road. At home, you're more comfortable. Uh, you have the you know, support of the fans. You can hit the, those threes are a lot easier to hit. On the road, you got you need guys that can say, you know what? I don't care what the situation is. Give me the ball, need, I can make a guys, play. You need guys that have the Tyler Hero yeah. uh, mentality when they're on the road, yeah. like mean mugging, scowling at the fans. Yeah, I don't think Dallas. Down. I don't think Dallas as present as presently constructed is going to be winning a title. Right. Um, so I they'll would be, agree. I agree. No, I agree. It's going to be Embiid. Because you matching it up with James Harden, who is 75%, 70% of what Houston James Harden is. And what and what did I tell people? I said that that game when he dropped, when he lit up the fourth yeah, quarter. Everybody I said, knew that. Man, I said, temper on. your expectations. Yes. This, is, it's, it's this is once this is once every 10 games. Temper yeah. your expectations. James Harden, listen, is an exciting player, is a exceptional scorer. Was. That's just, you know, was. He, okay, he was. was an exciting player. He's not a he's not, I'm sorry. Like I think I think the die has been cast. He's not a winning player. Nope. He's not. He's not a winning player. He's not a winner. He doesn't. I mean, when it when it gets tough, he's he tends to shrink. He tends to shrink, and he's and he's been shrinking, you know, throughout his career when it comes to the playoffs. I think Joel Embiid is would be the correct answer. Yeah. I mean, he's a big. They he get you know he gets injured even though he played and was val you know violently playing valiantly um you know playing through injuries is always an injury is always an injury with him it's always something that's, that's off there's always something going on with philly last year ben simmons was you know mentally frayed uh this year is the injuries harden can't move harden can't dribble harden can't shoot 
Next he year, defend. he doesn't defend. He well, he's never really done that, so that's not even anything new. But um, Harden, you know, next year is going to get older. Uh, Joel Embiid is going to get um, older too. He'll be healthy, but there's going to be injuries. Uh, Terry Maxey is a star in the making. I don't see him being a superstar, but he's a star in the making. Yep. Uh, for some reason, they seem that they want to get rid of Tobias Harris. I don't know who you're going to replace him with. If you can take his contract and split it into two or three good role players, uh, yeah, that'll be part, that'll be that'll be good the, the, for the them. Part, but the part that's bad for the part that well, Danny Green. Uh, I just read last yeah, night ACL that, that he's going to be that he's going to miss most of next season too. Yep, he's going to miss so, most of next season. Yeah. So you're going to have to replace that. Yeah, he's Somehow. a good veteran presence. I mean, you got yeah. Shake Milton and Frickmon, Corkmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so we'll see what um, Philly has. But you talk about the competition. Uh, and B got a bang with Giannis. Yep, Giannis ain't Giannis ain't going anywhere, man. That's, Giannis, that's extremely Giannis problematic. Six, extremely problematic. Giannis gonna be running things for for the good. Yeah. Probably have. Had decade, okay. It, it all depends on well, well. To me, it still all depends on what they surround him with. He's surrounded with a good core with Middleton and yeah. Holiday, and they're gonna build around that. They got yeah. Lopez, but the thing you is, know, you got players, Portis. players ain't running to come to Milwaukee. That's the thing. No, you have to trade for him. Yeah, and Milwaukee has been able to do that. They've been able to develop Chris Middleton, trade for uh, Drew Holiday. Guys will sign with Milwaukee on those one year deals. Mm-hmm. They'll sign. Because, like, playing with Giannis, from, you know, what I can gather, would be a very, very fun experience, I think, for most players who are looking to win uh, a title, okay? All right, so we both agreed it's it's Joel Embiid. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, the Heat are going to be, I feel, more in contention in the next, you know, coming years. Uh, John Morant, after you remove the Suns and the Warriors, He's going to have to deal with Kawhi and the Clippers. And then you got Kawhi coming off a major injury. You don't know how he's going to be. Yeah. When is when is Kawhi, Kawhi going to be Kawhi's Kawhi? Injury, Kawhi's injury is mental. I don't think it's mental. His injury is mental. He didn't uh, hurt his knee. High thigh bruise. What, a thigh bruise? I mean, a thigh bruise kept you out this, for the rest of the season. No, remember, he tore his, he tore, he tore his ACL. Yeah. Okay. He tore, he tore his ACL. So... <laughs> he tore his ACL. Should have yep. been back by the middle of the season. And um, no, no. I mean, you know, you know, Kawhi's gonna take his time when it comes to coming back <laughs> from from injury. Most players okay. come back. Most most players come back three, four months. I'd say six. No, this guy said no, no, no. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a full twelve months. <laughs> Fourteen, fifteen months. I come back. Mm, no, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully. Could you imagine if Kawhi? You know, well, because we mentioned Kawhi, could you imagine if Kawhi just, if he was able to play seventy games per season, like you, you would ask, would he be as effective? Maybe it's uh, that time off that he needs in order to be the kind of player he is, especially in the postseason. But but let's not forget when the Warriors were playing. Let's not forget. Remember the year. It was Kawhi and and the Spurlets, right? Mm-hmm. And they were playing the Warriors. And if it wasn't for was Jaja, but that was shot, a sixty-plus win team. I don't think right. they are the Spurlets. That was a good team, right? But the Spurlets, the Spurlets. No, uh, 
and, and, remember, and remember they banged up against the Warriors mm-hmm. and Jaja a cheap shot took him out in order for the Warriors to get past. To get past I don't him. think I don't think they needed to knock him out to get past him. They would have beaten him anyway, but um listen. No, I, they weren't give me a break. That might have went seven. It could have gone seven. Okay, but San Antonio was not beaten. Uh, oh, okay. The uh, hey. Golden State Warriors. The Toronto Raptors showed you. Just get stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't. Don't even. Don't even. Uh huh. Don't even. Okay. Yes. Don't even. We know why Toronto won, won the title. Hey. It Golden, counts. Golden State made. Golden State made the finals. All right. Cool. All right. You made what, it. What, Okay, we, we can move. You made it. You made it. Okay, all right. You still okay. got you still got a superstar in in Steph, and you had Clay for most of the series before he got hurt. But then the best player in the league at the time is unavailable, and that's just something we just gloss over. Okay, uh, no, uh, no, no hey, problem. No, no problem. You have a lot of good. You have a lot of other good players. Okay, all right, cool. Okay. So, all right, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, y'all for their building, y'all for their building, the Avengers, Avengers versus modern citizens. Come on. Well, everybody had, everybody had cap room. You still, you still have superstars. Still still have superstars. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. But that's how roster construction is. If you have a big three of superstars, um, losing one is going to affect the team because there's not a lot of depth. Hey, well. That's the that's the that's the dice that you rolled. Well, I mean, and yeah, you don't have to ever worry about that being a Knicks fan because you guys never have any superstars. Oh. You haven't had a superstar since Patrick Ewing. So, uh, okay. Well, I mean, the truth take, is the truth. Take your shots at the Knicks. Next subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Golden State Warriors, okay. Yes. Uh, next question. Hypothetically, who will win a title next? Stephen Curry. Or Giannis. Well, being that they already have championships between the two. Of them. Yes, and obviously that's why we said next cha- another championship because these are two champions already. Right. So who will win the next title between the two of those guys, or will well, neither of them win? Possibly, possibly. I would say Curry because Curry, he's in the he's in the conference finals. He's in the conference finals, and uh, Giannis is not yet. Well, yeah, Giannis is not in the conference finals yet. Um, I don't believe. <laughs> I, f- I I think uh, Middleton is out for the rest of the playoffs, so mm. that's not going to. I, I would I would not, hope, I would hope not because right. if they if he's out for the rest of the playoffs, they can't. I can Miami. see my I can see Miami beating them. Yeah. So like, so the thing is, for me, I'm going to say for this question is going to be Curry for me. But I think if Miami. If Milwaukee wins and Milson can't come back, I think Miami will win, but I see Bam Adebayo following out at least three of the six or seven games. Because that's just so much. Giannis is so much to deal with. Yeah. He's so, he's just so much to deal with. So, all right. Um, so, we got we got that information. Well, what was your answer? I said Curry. <laughs> I would agree with, with, with Stephen Curry because I think, Curry and the Warriors, they've been able to – they have a really good team now, but I'm looking on the horizon at Kuminga, and I'm looking at 
you know, don't forget Moses Moody either. That was that was a yeah. a, a, a mid like first round saying. pick. I'm saying okay. they, they draft well. And Wiseman, I think, is going to factor in. You got three young guys who are who are hungry, and then you, on top of that, you add Jordan Poole. I just think, man, this is going to be a tough team to deal with. I think Curry will have at least two more bites of the apple um, before it's all said and done. So I agree, Steph Curry. All right, uh, real quick, of the remaining teams in the playoffs, which team will be the most dangerous over the next three seasons? For me, it's the Warriors. Okay. Next three seasons is the Warriors. Because I believe as they have the right pieces, they know how to – they know what pieces they need. Um, of the teams remaining, I think the Warriors is the most dangerous because they have a they have a chance. Even though every team has a chance, I think their chance is, is higher to make the championship than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I like Memphis because I think their guy, all guys are young. Um, I think Dylan Brooks is the oldest. They, they said that the, the top eight scorer, Dylan Brooks, is the oldest at 26. And I think this team is just coming in, into maturity, and they will potentially hit, make it NBA Finals in the next three seasons. Yeah, I think they will. But yeah. I, I also think that the potential of the Warriors, they, they might make two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think I like I like the Warriors as the, you know, coming into the, the finals. I like the Warriors. Uh, to to win the Western Conference Finals, I think they have enough to win the Western Conference Finals. They got to play defense. I mean, Phoenix. If Phoenix beats them, I'm not surprised. But I like the Warriors being able to advance in a Western Conference Final against either Phoenix or um, Dallas. Uh, I I just think that Dallas is a lot of we got to make our we got to make our threes. Like it's all Luca. We got to make our threes. Um, if Luca's off, they have zero chance of winning. So I like. I like Golden State, you know, moving forward. Um, I like um, Golden State. Mm-hmm. I like Golden State, you know, in, in terms of this season in the West, in the West Conference Finals. I like them going to, going to the finals. I like I that's that's where I'm, I'm looking at it, you know, from. But they got shooting. I just yeah, they got shooting. They play defense, and hopefully, Steve Kerr is back. Um, but Golden State, I like them. I also like. Uh, I think the winner of the if Boston wins, I like Boston to go to the finals. Okay, I'll, I'll pick Boston to go to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, if Milwaukee wins and Middleton can't come back, I can see Miami beating um, the Milwaukee Bucks. I can see them beating the Bucks. So. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Bucks won. But you know, if Middleton's back. I'm picking Milwaukee the whole way, all the way through. If um, he's not, if he all can't way, come back. All, all the way to win the championship? I think they'll probably win the title. Now, uh, because I think that Giannis is going to dominate um, them in the middle. They'll, he'll, he'll, he'll dominate Golden State. If he plays Phoenix, it'll be different, this, this go-around. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, I, I think Phoenix may be the only team that, that can beat uh, Milwaukee. But I'll, Middleton, if Middleton's available and healthy, I'm picking Milwaukee. Um, but Miami can beat them if 
and only if um, Middleton is out. All right. Full, full squad, it's over with. All right. So um, we talked about the playoffs. We did a little dip uh, on the in, on the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. I like the Warriors to advance to the finals. I like the um, Bucks fully assembled to go, but if they are not fully assembled in Miami, how how about you? Are you are you seeing um, Phoenix going to the finals? Um, I still believe in Phoenix. I just okay. feel like you know, yeah, Chris Paul can, can't give you you know. Chris Paul is going to show up in Game Seven. Cliff Paul, mm-hmm. Cliff Paul will be in the stands. Okay, where he belongs. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got you. All right, so this is our last. Uh, our last topic for the day is the playoffs, and you see it every time it gets on your nerves. It's flopping, mm. okay? So we're going to name our all-flop team for the, for the playoffs. And for me, my first entry, and the captain is Marcus Smart. He is a defensive Agreed. player of the year, but he is such a freaking flop. I am sick of him always dropping to the ground. He gets hit. He every time it's like almost like automatic. Anytime somebody bigger pulls him up, he's gonna drop, and he falls at least fifteen or twenty times a game. I'm sick of Marcus Flop. I was about to say Marcus Flop. Uh, Marcus Smart flopping. He is my captain for the All Flop team. Who do you have, John? <laughs> Mine is Luka Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. He is definitely on the All Flop team. He might be co-captain. Because yep. he whines and complains all yes. the time. Big big time flopper. Um, he is definitely on the flop team. Yes. Um, second, uh, uh not I don't say distant second, but definitely uh a big member of the all flop team, James Harden. Oh, yes. The king of flop. He he was a king until uh Marcus Smart took the title for from him this year. But he like and that's the, that's the sad part is that his athleticism is waned. He's not as quick, so he has to create ways and create some YMCA situations for him to get to the basket and get fouls. So he is a constant flopper, always falling to the ground, always complaining to the refs, throwing throwing his braids back, throwing his cornrows back, always flopping. James Harden is a member of the all flop team. Steph Curry, Darn. Steph Curry for me is on the okay. flop team. He flops so, as well. He, he, like granted, you know, he 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 added some muscle this offseason. Mm-hmm. But man, the to me, the best flop sell that he ever did was Desmond Bain. I believe that was that game four. Desmond game four. Bain, Dave, Desmond Bain is right behind him, and he he feels the contact of Desmond Bain's hand, and he flies into. He flies out of bounds, which sold mm-hmm. it to the referees. And yep. I watched that over and over again. I'm like, there was no extension from Desmond Bain at mm-hmm. all. How yeah. did you fly that far from Desmond Bain's hands on your back? Mm-hmm. Like, he flew to, like, the first row out of bounds. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy sold it. Yeah. And, he know- and he knows he sold it. And so I- He sold it well. Yeah, and now he and now it looks like he's been doing this new thing where he puts people to bed with his. Yeah, he, he hits the three. He's like, "All right, yeah, put you to bed." Yeah, Seth, oh. Seth's been more, you know, Seth's been more demonstrative. Yes, this, he has. Uh, he season. has. 
They like, want like I you can tell like they want this championship bad. Yeah. Because he has been like, you know, in terms of the trash talk, the histrionics on the court. Yeah. Steph Curry, Steph Curry definitely wants this bad. Oh yeah. Okay? Like he is, man. He's like Rocky with a sleep. He's talking trash. Oh yeah. Steph staring Steph at Steph bitches. Won- he's staring at bitches. Steph wants talking- it. Talking Clay, back to players. Clay wants it. Draymond. Draymond want a hey, they, no, they Dr- want it. Draymond, Draymond. Remember, let's not forget. Draymond early in the season. What did he say? Ain't nobody want to play us. Nobody. That's true. Remember, he went he, he went on TV. He went on inside the NBA. And mm-hmm. he said, Nobody wants to play us. Yeah. We're gonna be a problem. No, so, so, uh, he's so right. He was, so he was popping off at the lip. Mm-hmm. Which is Draymond's, and, and I, I'm not gonna lie, he backs it up. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm playing Draymond, I'm like shoot it, shoot it, homie. I'm gonna I'm gonna double. I, I you want can you to try. Shoot it. I want you, you can to try. They'll get them. They'll they'll get ways. They've been playing him that way for years. All right. All he's gonna do is dribble to the top of the key. Wait for, wait for one of those splash brothers to come around. Set set the pick. Your man guarding Draymond is at, is at the free throw line. Easy easy three. Easy three. Those guys are like clockwork. That's why they've been good for so long. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul has to make it too. Yes. Chris Paul's a flop. He's always flopping, always falling, always grabbing. Chris Paul's a flop. I love Chris Paul. One of the best point guards in, in the history of the league, but he is a flop. He flops with consistency every single year, and he is one of the members of, of the all-flop team. Um. Joel and B flops, flops a lot too. Hey, hey, Jokic. Yep. Jokic is a flopper. So who's worse, Jokic or uh, Joel and B? I'd probably say B though. To, yeah, to, to he's always Embiid. somebody Embiid that big like, and that strong. Why? 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 Yeah. Why somebody. Somebody. Somebody like, who is. Somebody, Marcus Smart, just bodied you. Give me a yeah. break. <laughs> Some yeah, somebody who is that big and that strong should not be getting up. 15 to 20 times a game. That's ridiculous. Get up. Stop falling to the ground. Okay? Get your butt up. Hey, somebody else has a, has a flopper. He's not a, he's not like a, a star, but he gets on my nerves. Maxi Kleber of Dallas. Oh, my goodness. The guy gets on my nerves. Well, flopping. That whole team. They flop a lot. That, Maxi Kleber. Watch Maxi Kleber. He will fly... There was one time I forgot who was bodying him down. The the guy couldn't sell it right. Like he literally fell down before the guy even made the move. I'm like, mm-hmm. really, really? Maxi Kleber is a flopper. He's not a star, but he is a, he is a flopper. Yeah, the only team, the only guys that I feel don't flop on, on Dallas are Dorian Finney Smith and Jalen Brunson. Right. Those guys, um, you know, aren't necessarily don't I, I don't see them flop a whole lot. And I really don't see Spencer Dinwiddie flop. Much, but the rest of them guys. I don't, think, like, I don't think he can afford to flop because you remember he's coming off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he needs to stay upright as much as possible. Yeah, the re- the rest of these guys, man, it's like man, these guys flying into the stands, flying into the stanchions. Like, come on, come on, man. I'm like, I'm like, no. do a better job selling it to me, please. Do a better job selling it. This is this is terrible. These guys, everybody's flying head back. Oh, right, come on, man. All right, so you know who's not flopping? We are. In our analysis, we don't hold back. We're gonna tell it like it is, and we, we want you, everything. 
Yes. And we want you to tell like it is. Hit us up. Hit us up. Blood Brothers Ballin at gmail.com. Blood Brothers Ballin. That's balling. It's not balling with a G at the end. It's no G. B A L L I N at gmail.com. Instagram at Brothers Ballin Podcast. Facebook group, Brothers Ballin Sports. Hit us up. Join the Facebook group. Have some chats about sports. It's exciting. It's fun. Enjoy the NBA playoffs. There's no games today, so you can chill with your honey, uh, chill with your significant other. All the time you've been uh, ignoring them at night because of the playoffs, <laughs> um, you can make up for that today. John, anything you got for the people? Any last words? Um, looking forward to the rest of these playoffs. Can't wait to see who ends up in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Um, Gonna enjoy this weekend. The, the weather's supposed to be great. So, folks, get outside, enjoy, take a break from work. You know, if if you do work or if you're an entrepreneur, take a mental break this weekend. Enjoy it. Have some fun. All right. Peace out. Be a good brother. Be a good sister. Take care, everybody. Peace. Peace.